Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 186 of the PQ Surrounding Podcast. I am, as always, one of your hosts, Emilson, and joining me, we have my co-host, Anomaly. Hello. And uh, we are back after another hiatus due to more holiday-ish, birthday-ish, yeah, birth- family-ish, family birthday. birthday. Yeah. yeah, you know, uh, stuff. But, I mean, we are in kind of that mid-patch lull. Um, we did get 10.2.5, which we talked about two weeks ago. Uh, so that is out now. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the the most notable part about that that I have seen is just you can Jagger ride everywhere now, which yes. I have used on my alt doing keys. Like yes. on my main, I just portal everywhere. But on my alt, I still have to fly. So uh, it is much faster to fly uh, with a, a dragon riding mount. Yeah. So you could. You can tell the the old zones were not made with like dragon riding in mind with like the speed yeah. you can get up to. So no, it's yeah. uh, it's been fun, um, fun drive. Like I I've liked the uh, the the city flying. So like flying through like yeah. trying to get through like Undercity or actually, well, I'm a lion. I did Undercity once, but like doing uh, Iron Forge stuff like that. So imagine doing having dragon riding in like old Orgrimmar. Where it was like oh, this, like yeah. three level thing. That would have been really nice. Yeah, yeah. No, it would have. Yeah, there've been. Oh, that would have been cool. But yeah, there was. It's uh, it's been fun in the old world. Um, using dragon riding and, and getting around. So, um, but yeah, that's a yeah, ten to five. Pretty. I have I have to be fair on retail and interacted with none of the new systems, but um, I've heard some good things about the follower dungeons. So. I know we have a yeah. thing that they did a big cold changes there, but I heard some people enjoying that stuff. So, yeah, okay. I, I had meant to check that out, leveling like a new character, but I didn't actually. I finished leveling my priests before Follower Dungeons came out, gotcha. so I no longer have any characters in the correct level range for it. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, yeah, but uh, before we get into all of that stuff, uh, how is your uh, how is your progression going, Anomaly? uh very we'll say we'll say good um we killed tindril on thursday our second raid day this week um after some heartbreakingly close low percentage wipes on tuesday so i think you know you play that that one percent better you see like p3 you know you make like one less mistake in p1 and throw away an attempt right yeah like i think we killed on tuesday which would have been i think we would have been like us 100 ish like you know which for us would have been like would have our highest it would have been our highest boss kill since uh ajara uh yeah. an ep where we were like we were like 116 i think at that point or like 120 so um us of course like world is still like 800 or whatever it ends up being um it's like 300 <laughs> yeah it's not that bad anymore um but no yeah it was uh you know got tindro down early on um early on tuesday after about like an hour i'd say in there um and then you know 45 minutes and then started working on firak um and i hate fire act i think is like the my do you like feedback. pushing do you like pushing to spell on cooldown for no. 10 minutes no i i don't like doing it for the 30 seconds we've been wiping i cannot imagine doing it for the rest what's of been uh day. what's been wiping you at 30 seconds and is it the group soak slams Ye- no, it's been um so to be fair, we've gotten a little bit further, but it, we've basically get to so our progression was we wiped a lot just getting positioned right initially, but the initial hurdle was the dream rend. And then okay, yeah. from there and then the like where you the, do the, the second. shuffling thing. Yeah, we, we got that unlocked now. We changed a couple of cooldowns around. I think what when we were doing cooldowns, what I didn't what I didn't realize is that it's funny, the actual group soak damage, the mythic mechanic, is not that dangerous. It's actually the wildfire after that because you go wildfire into dream rend movement. And yeah. so there's not a lot of time to top up the raid. So basically right. reducing the damage of those wildfires, initial wildfire hits right before dream rend is more important. Dream rend has been really honestly pretty simple for us. Um, a couple of early pulls where people are like sprinting over too quickly, but we got the yeah. little shuffle down. Um, you know, we got a like a throughput cooldown, like revival. I think I have my revival on the first one, which helps us with debuffs even through that. Um, we're massing the debuffs that go out right at the start of the second dream rend. So like, cause that's the, that's the other thing is like the, the damage moving isn't as bad. It's the fact that people have debuffs and just be low coming out of the, the wildfire. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, so we've seen, we saw P3 once or sorry, 
not P3. We saw intermission, that first crazy. intermission. Yeah, no, first intermission once. Um, don't know what to do. I don't. I was supposed to hit a macro or something. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Um, no, we didn't really talk about it. Um, but no, it's 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 been you know it's been a start to a progression boss. I just the dispel mechanic as a healer is it's it's not exciting because it's not there's no thought to it right there's literally a weak aura that glows a frame and you hit dispel when your dispels up and that's all you do for you know for 10 minutes and it's the, the debuffs come out like what every eight seconds and everybody's dispel is an eight second cooldown so yeah um it's it's not fun and also like the 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 difficult part is, for me right now is um like with any sort of ramp or any sort of healing i want to do like i don't have a gc like i don't have a gcd to just hit it a spell and then go turn right back right like breaking yeah. up a sort of i'm playing you know clouded focus and the standard build there so yeah. that breakup just it's just jarring in terms of like you're not used to hitting that button and and yeah so first couple of pulls it was like people are having like 20 sacks of debuff and like we look at the spells and like you can see like the first like 10 like not even 10 the first like four to spells everybody's on cooldown and then like we slowly start losing it like throughout yeah. the rest of, of p1 in terms of like the spells are every like 12 seconds now instead of every eight yeah um, and there's really not a chance to catch up I and mean, we have the revival and we have the, the one masks so we only have one priest now um so like it's yeah progression's not it's not it's just not a fun mechanic like the rest of the mechanics are cool the movement's fun the you know the the frontals are annoying but you know playable um or i guess the the, the new mythic mechanic where he shoots the beams out and kills people um you, you can you can work around that stuff um but yeah the the dispel mechanic as a healer is like the the most unfun thing i've ever done in a fight so i'm i i finished leveling my priest right and i've been gearing it up and it's like 460 now did normal raid all this stuff mm -hmm. one of the things i've noticed um like i every expansion i've kind of done this thing where i level up a healer and i play the healer for a little while um mm -hmm. but one thing i've noticed is how many more dispel mechanics there are it's like they forgot that they had dispels for like all of legion through shadowlands it's like they just forgot healers had dispels yeah this and it this was, <laughs> has been wild with it like one of the things so this is afflicted week right like and we'll actually mention some nerfs to afflicted uh because they were bugged um but you do like dawn of the infinite is awful if you don't have somebody in the group to help you with afflicted dispels, like time boss is just sometimes it's not doable. And yeah. like you can you can play around it by having like the the afflicted spawn on a timer. So you can like sit and wait in front of the boss for the timer, I think. But I'm not entirely sure if the timer continues while out of combat. Gotcha. So one one of the things that happened, like I tried doing a uh Galacron's fall and I was the only one in there that could do afflicted. Well, Technically, the tank could, but they weren't because it was a pug. They weren't so hot. Um, <laughs> and as the two dispels come out on the players, on the time boss, afflicted spawns. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know what you can do about that. It's like, you got a couple demon hunters and a warrior and a guardian druid. It's oh, a yeah. stellar, stellar comp, let me tell you. Lots of utility. Um <laughs> And they then they do the thing that pugs do, which is stand in the fast zone always because it makes you feel fast, even though it makes you take more damage. Yep, love that. And I'm just like, I dispelled one of them, and then the other one just died because I was trying to not have us be at minus 100% haste. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the key fell apart, which, which is about how it goes. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's definitely the yeah the this expansion i think just in general they've they've found their dispel i think mythic plus always had a level of like needing dispels but but definitely from right. like a raid perspective like and it's not even like i think every raid has had a a like a dispel like something you may have had yeah. to dispel but it had like a very specific purpose and there's some sort of mechanic around it typically like yeah this is the first raid, just like dispel doesn't like you you need to dispel but it doesn't really matter when you do it just like hit yeah, it you just you have can, to right? do it constantly yeah yeah so that that part of the at least progression right now is super unfun but i mean the i know we didn't uh, i guess we can talk about tinder a little bit when yeah so i'm yeah, sorry i mean um <laughs> i guess i've also so we're still progressing on tinder 
Um, and I guess we kind of, we should, you mentioned the nerfs. We didn't, the nerfs were announced after our last podcast. So we should actually yeah. talk about what the nerfs are. Um, and like, I'm sorry if these, this explanation doesn't entirely make sense if you haven't seen the mythic version of the fight, because these nerfs are incredibly big, but may not sound like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so the first thing is that Tindril's, uh in phase one, he does this sequence where he casts Firebeam twice in a row. And they've removed the first cast from that. And you, if you haven't done this on Mythic, what happens is that on Mythic, the Firebeams have like extra beams that go out mm -hmm. as well. So this cuts that number in half, makes it significantly easier to dodge and a lot easier to, to play that overlap. Uh, that overlap is so bad that actually you ignore one of the mythic mechanics of the fight, which is that when you break roots uh, without killing them, yeah. it spawns a treant that pulses damage to the raid. You just ignore that. Yeah. You break all of your roots so that people can dodge beams and um, and just like hit raid cooldowns, hit healing cooldowns, and AoE down the treants before they kill you. Um, it is... A crazy overlap and it's significantly significantly easier now um then they made the seeds mechanic so in phase two and phase three he spawns seeds on heroic you can so soak as many as you want but you take increasing damage each time on mythic the mechanic was that if you soaked a second seed it instantly spawned a tree and wiped the raid yep um which was very hard uh so they yeah. changed two things about it oh yeah. I was just going to say the, well, say what they changed and then I'll talk about why that's yeah, yeah. massive. Um, so what they changed is uh, now you are physically incapable of soaking more than one. Mm -hmm. So the whole raid still has to participate. You can't like have a hunter hit immune and run over all of them or anything like that. Everybody still has to participate in soaking basically. And they reduced the number from 16, uh, which is an important number because four of your players were flying. So they couldn't help uh, to 12. Uh, yep. which basically lets your healers kind of not participate a huge amount. Right, yeah. And the the thing with the um the thing with the soaking, right, is at some point like this was a very common thing at least that we would wipe to pre this change is that the actual trigger for when you when you hit a seed, the seed actually spawned before the animation officially yeah. finished. So like if you were running out and you ran we out a through a puddle yeah. You could get the debuff and not realize it and then be ready to soak the, the seed you're actually heading towards and wipe the raid. Yeah. So we had a lot of people where like you actually had to like avoid all the circles and then go into them. Yeah. Um and so yeah, it became a it became a little bit uh it was it was it was kind of like a like you you wouldn't know you're gonna wipe the raid and you'd like inadvertently do it. So yeah, yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's that's a yeah. It was a, that's a huge change. Um, and the number two reduction it, it really yeah. helps too with um, like sort of later on in the fight, even in like phase three, the number is still reduced, and uh, it just again lessens the amount of people that need to sort of be able to soak seeds. Um, so yeah, that was a that was pretty big. So yeah. Um, and then the final nerf is that they reduce the number of flare bombs. This is the mythic mechanic where there are falling stars that people have mm -hmm. to drag and ride and catch. Um, and they reduced them. It was four on each set. Now it's three, and it's a specific one that they removed. Um, this was mostly annoying in that it required us to shuffle around our flare bomb assignments. Gotcha. Because the the one that they removed a different one in every phase, and so it meant that like the person that had been doing like north, north, north is now doing like north, west, west. Yeah. For us, it actually, so it helped us immensely because like the other thing with this mechanic, and I don't know if you guys were doing this, but like you'd want four melee to go up each time. Yes, yes. Um, and so like that that basically means you need eight melee because there's two sets of seeds, you need two groups, right? So yeah. it was a very firm comp in terms of eight yes. melee DPS had to be in your raid. And so now with only three in each set, you essentially need, you know, two less melee and it allowed us to basically take our druid off feral, which he is... To be fair, not very good at. He doesn't play it. He's not the best at back to be able to move him back onto Boomkin, which he's yeah. much more like comfortable with and consistent with. So we've um, uh, we've kept our our comp unchanged. Um, so we we haven't touched anything. Our druid is still playing Feral. It's still and they're still doing flare bombs. 
Um, yeah. We have somebody else that, that was taken off of flare bombs and is basically playing backup for any time we need somebody to cover a, a flare bomb. Yeah, um, we. I think. I think other than his spec change, the only other thing that we did was we took um, our rogues out of the rotation so that they could okay. stay on the boss full time. Yeah. So that's it's one of the things we're looking at. So on Friday, we had uh, like. <laughs> We went from having reached the third seeds in phase two and mm-hmm. like wiped there, like boss does the cast and like we had messed up dispels. So just like a couple of dispels expire as he's doing the cast kind of deal, right? Gotcha. Yeah. Um, to 23% at like not the end of the fight. We still had about 45 seconds left in the fight. This is the, mm-hmm. there's like the roots, fire beam. It's like roots, the everything dispels, fire combo. beam, the <laughs> everything combo, um, and we actually like mostly made it through that, and then just kind of fell apart after. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but what we looked at that is basically for where we wanted to be on boss HP at that point in the fight, was we were too low, so we had more people pull off AOE uh, for tonight. Okay. Um, and one of the things that we did look at was like, should we swap the rogue for somebody else to? Uh, help with boss damage and that's still on the table like we might have somebody uh go back to doing flare bomb that we took off like our backup guy might swap with them basically yeah and and uh we might have him just you know glue himself to the boss and uh, beat it up yeah no yeah i think i mean the the changes were and to be fair we actually didn't talk about about what i think is the biggest change like all these changes i think are good they make you know, soaking seeds much easier. They make doing the flare bombs and like your comp specific specific things more easier. I'd say the flame, the fire beam cast in P1 is actually the least impactful change because for us, we didn't change what we were doing. So we still actually root clear that that yeah. that comes up after it. Because you're already doing it, you already set up your CDs for it. So like it just makes yeah. it so like it's less fire beams to dodge. And we actually you get a little bit more boss uptime because you're not moving that yeah. entire like, you know, 20 seconds. But um but yeah the biggest change is actually the flaming germination which is the the dam the raid-wide damage that he does when seeds go out was reduced by 25 percent. and so for us anytime seeds went out seeds went out there were, that's always it's always a very high like hps moment needed there like a high yeah. damage raid damage moment and all through p2 that's basically the biggest issue we had was we would have that seeds damage go out people would be soaking they'd have the dot from soaking a seed plus the dot from the seed spawning and then you'd get the falling stars cast and essentially if you're at half hp or below during falling stars you're dead like no matter what um so we would lose a bunch of random people in p2 as we were progressing previous to these nerfs because of that and so with this change i think honestly this change makes p2 probably just as easy as p1 even though you have the different dispels and and to be fair you don't have the fire beams to dodge i think it's like the biggest issue i'll say for us uh, our biggest issue is dodging fire beams. Our biggest issue is still dodging fire beams. So gotcha. <laughs> um, I, I would call the the fire beam change one of the most impactful. Gotcha. But, I say yeah, that's uh, a your, your, your mileage may vary on that. You know, if your raid's really good at dodging fire beams, then definitely like one of these other changes is going to be bigger. I would say like the seeds change in the fire bomb or uh, fire bomb fire fire beam change mm-hmm. were the biggest ones for us, um, and. Uh, yeah, so fingers crossed tonight we get the kill. Um, nice. It is going to be uh, basically stressing our ability to like work out this math on boss HP without ruining our root damage. We were kind yeah. of overcommitting to roots, and now, now I'm a little bit concerned that because we had overcommitted, right? Mm-hmm. Our demon hunters did not, our demon hunters and warlocks did not have the pressure on them to be solo breaking these roots nearly as much um now we took so we had all three of our hunters switch to pure single target gotcha okay and so now basically all of the aoe is coming from two demon hunters two warlocks and we're gonna see what happens <laughs> it, it a, now rests bold, in their hands strategy, yeah yeah Awesome. No, yeah. I mean, it's. I would say that it's funny. Like Tindril, going from going from Tindril to uh, to Firak, Tindril's a much better fight. Um, 
And so, yeah. And I guess, sorry, there's sure one that's more... not just the dispel spam talking. <laughs> I don't know. I think it is. Um, sorry, there was one more change on Tindril, which I think is also pretty big in that um, when you when you first mount up to do the dragon riding section, you actually are given, like for a couple of seconds, you're given full vigor uh, and your vigor doesn't, you don't, it's it's a free cast. You get like refunded. Yeah, yeah, you get refunded. So basically you can get off a Skyward Ascent, a Whirling Surge, and then a Surge Forward without using any of your vigor. And that's what, that's, what is that, four or five vigor you basically get to, yeah. to save? So that is actually a kind of noteworthy nerf because it means that in phase one, when you do like the final movement, you have the fire beams out, you can really focus a lot more on dodging fire beams. And mm -hmm. it gives you so much extra speed to get to the next platform that even if you're slow getting your feather, you can actually still land before the boss does. Yeah. Yeah. You have so much. And and then in P2, like you can, like we were still doing this, but like you're the extra vigor button you get. I, never, I don't remember any of this stuff. Yeah. But like you can basically save all your charges for P2 and then basically yeah. spam your way up there um, as fast as you can. So, yeah, I will say like because we finally did the P2 inter intermission a bunch, I didn't realize if you hit a fireball in that intermission, you lost a vigor. Yes, uh, in both. In both. If you hit a fireball, yeah. you lose vigor. I didn't realize that because like I, I had gotten so good in the P1 one to basically where I would be ahead of the first like I would get the green orb, yeah, far right before side before the fire. the fire, yeah, and then like the yeah. next two are very easy, like like yeah. movements, but yeah, um, no, th that changes actually, yeah, it makes it it makes the intermissions a lot quicker and a lot more forgiving in terms of yeah positioning and stuff like that. Yeah, so. I'll say like I'm the one that circles around behind the second platform or behind the third platform to pick up the green orbs for the intermission damage, and the damage from them is not the, really the dangerous thing for me like i'm a i'm a tank it's not that big of a deal the vigor actually makes you stay like take longer to do it the vigor loss yeah uh makes you take longer to do it and then the supernova damage that's yeah, taking from doing that will get you killed if you if you eat too many orbs yeah uh, so exactly that, that has uh I, I haven't died to it yet but i perked <laughs> to it and had to like emergency landing and death strike my way out of it oh jesus yeah no uh, but that that's another like it undocumented change just sort of yeah was put in uh i noticed it yeah as we were doing um doing some attempts the other the other night so like some yeah. of our first attempts so um and then also slight side note i got my legendary this week so oh nice. nice yeah our uh our dk tank got his i guess last week um paladin our only rep paladin still doesn't have his although we have i think we have two like family friends that do our heroic runs with us yeah um who has each gotten one i think one guy has gotten it on two of his characters oh my god um so yeah it's yeah. been a we have a couple alts with it um and then i'm the first main that got it we have now two warriors another death knight and the rep paladin they're all waiting for it nice nice yeah it's a legend i i do not like that legendary system but that is, I is don't what either. It is. that's one thing that i want them to change for the next expansion there we'll we'll have a lot more like retro about the expansion as we get closer to the war within but that is one thing that i think two tiers running this legendary system sucks yeah yeah for all yeah the yeah we don't have to get into it, but I, yeah. like I said, playing a bunch of classic, I think the whole collect a bunch of items from the raid is a much better, if they want to put RNG in it, make it that way. Where um, like, yeah, and like a variable number of them, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, sometimes yeah. you get one, sometimes you get five, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah, and you can still like, you know, gate how long you want people to take to get something, but yeah. Yeah. Is is what it is. Um, well, cool. That's I think that's enough on nerfs in our progression. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, we don't have a ton to ton really to talk about game wise this week. But we do have a couple of stories that came out, a couple of topics for this week. So we're gonna run the gambit because we're gonna talk about things that aren't just retail. So I'm excited. Um, so uh, so yeah. So first up on the list is Archon, uh, which of course is the company behind Warcraft Logs, um, has announced that they've expanded their build guide and tier lists to Wrath Classic. Um, so if you remember, we talked about this. Gosh, we're probably what three four weeks ago now. Um, yeah. Where they put out sort of their, you know, um, using the data from Warcraft logs, built a bunch of like the quote unquote the tier list. It's the UGGs of the world, the sub creations, right, of the world, that sort of tier list based on data. Um, and now they've expanded that sort of viewpoint into Wrath Classic when previously it was just retail. 
Um, so it's the same. I, I mean, you can probably tell me more than <laughs> talk about it more yeah. than I can. But it's basically the same thing, but for Wrath Classic instead of retail, right? Yeah. Um, it's a little bit more stripped down uh, because, for example, uh, the classic logs don't contain talent information. You can see the gotcha. number of points that they had, but you can't see what talents they took. Okay. So some of the stuff that we do there, we just had to strip out. Um, mm -hmm. And then as well, actually, one of the things that we had to change a decent bit is gearing works a lot different in 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 classic. Um, so there are two things. One is that uh, there are different actual items. So in retail, every yeah. item level of an item is like a bonus ID, but it's the same item ID. Mm -hmm. um, in classic, it's actually a different item ID, which may not seem like a big deal, but it does mean that we had like the initial version of it was showing, you know, three different versions of every tier piece in the oh, yeah. in the best of slot list. And sometimes there were like weird bad things where like people were split between which version of the tier piece they had, but everybody that didn't have the tier piece yet was using the same thing from like a previous tier. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so it would show that as like the top item. So we uh I uh in the one that went through and and worked out from the game data how, how we merge these things together um, along with stuff like TOC having two different versions of every item one that's the alliance version one that's the horde version uh, we are we are furthering the global horde bias uh, showing the horde versions on Archon uh, um, un unbelievable. Uh, I, unbelievable I would like to go back at some point and like make it show like uh, you know horde version slash alliance version or something uh -huh, but yeah. um have not done that and it's such a niche thing like it literally is just trial of the crusader yeah yeah like by, by the time we get back around to it trial of the crusader will be the previous expansion because Cataclysm classic will be out basically yeah exactly exactly that's funny but no yeah it's out there it's pretty cool i i, I checked all the because i played hunter in in wrath right checked all the hunter stuff and it's it's funny to see like at least like weapon wise it's funny to see that like the heroic bow that you can get from Lady Death Whisper is technically the most popular. However, like yeah. the I, the Lich King bow is better in general. Just nobody, like not a ton of people, have killed you know heroic right. King. So, in the grand yeah. scheme of things, so yeah. Um. Well, cool. So yeah, we got uh, we got that Archons out with Wrath Classic. So definitely take take a look at that. Super super interesting site. I'll we've already talked about how I feel about Archons. So we'll move forward. And not actually just <laughs> specifically Archon, but tier list sites in general yeah um cool so the next up is staying with our classic friends we're gonna move maybe slightly lower in level to season discovery so phase two of season discovery i don't know if we announced this or talked about this but it releases february 8th in about two weeks from now um and they have officially confirmed that no morgane will be the raid the 10-man raid of phase two um and one of the developers josh greenfield sent out a tweet around basically asking like should they delay the release of Nomergon or not uh, by a week? Essentially, you know, what they did, to be fair, with the launch of the original season discovery is you could walk into Block Fathom Depths as soon as you hit 25, I think. Maybe yeah. you could have been 24. I don't remember. But um, but yeah, so they asked now is like, should we should they delay the launch or the opening of Nomergon for like a week um uh after the launch of of SOD, the ability to like a phase two of SOD. Um so yeah, I put out a tweet. I I briefly skimmed it like probably about a couple hours after he tweeted this out, uh, and literally every reply was delay. Like I don't think yeah. I got to like a don't delay reply uh, in my thing, and I probably read through like forty or fifty replies. So I don't know it's, if there's ever been. Or sorry. Yeah, I mean it, it's that's been my experience too. Is like everybody's like just delay it. I think the only people so like there's two kinds of people, right? There's the kind of people that are more casual and they're just going to level up, and when they hit forty, they will go into the raid and for them it doesn't matter when it's open especially if it's on the three-day lockout that um yeah. that bfd is on it, it just doesn't matter when it's open they're probably not hitting level 40 within that first week anyway yeah. uh so it doesn't matter uh and then there's the people that go hard and are like have like a full quest log of of higher level <laughs> quests so they're ready to immediately turn in to like yep. get i don't know a level maybe maybe it's only like half a level uh yeah. immediately when the patch lands and they also don't want to like have to like with the people who care about i don't know 
getting world into first Nomerdon. Yeah, Nomerdon. world first Nomer, um, which is a wild sentence. Yeah. <laughs> um, will they, they would rather have it delayed by a week so they have time. They don't have to like freak out in level ASAP. Yeah. Um, there's, there is a degree to which it's also just like the ability to do in-game prep, I think. Uh-huh. Like, I think BFD is different because everybody's literally starting from the same position. Exactly, yeah. Um, but with the No Morgan raid, like I was mentioning, people have quest logs full of higher level quests that they've completed but not turned in. Um, you have other prep that you can do, gear, consumables, all this stuff to, to prepare for it. Um, versus initial release, like you just, you literally couldn't do anything. Like you're, you're, the best thing you could do is get in queue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I mean, it'll, uh, it'll remain to be seen. Like I'm assuming like just based on the replies, they delay it. And I think it's probably the best um the best course of action right it, it helps out everybody it, it you know for the people who do want to run world first and they now have a hey i got to have my characters ready by this point i can farm a bunch of prebis so they're still going to go like you mentioned super hard anyway for that week yeah um but now they don't have to go super hard and also then jump into the raid after however long it's going to take people to get from 25 yeah. to 40 um yeah. level one up so but no i'm excited february 8th i'll i might be missing raid that week uh, uh i'm sure <laughs> i'm raid. sure I'm sure your uh, your guild will be super pleased to hear that. Yeah, well, you know they can replace me. It's fine. Um, Aren't you yeah, the no, mistweaver? Yeah. I am. I'm the only, to be fair. I'm the monk. Like I yeah, don't. They can't. Not replace even you. the mis, not they, even the mistweaver. They, they cannot replace you. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, cool. And then um, the other thing. This was actually to be fair news to me. Um, so the other, the other piece of news. Wow, I did a, a quick little piece on um viserio and their sort of assignment sheet so for me i know viserio from like a healing you know sheet perspective so you know they put out a pretty extensive like sheet that allows you to track all your healing cooldowns across every boss fight you basically can match up boss timers to what healing cooldown you want when it's very nice you can copy it then into you know mrt or ert right into a raid note um it's super awesome um, I didn't realize this, but Viserio also puts out an, a general assignments sheet. Yes. Um, so essentially, not only not for healing cooldowns, but for like certain things within a fight, uh, he puts out a sheet where you can assign them um, to. Uh, you can assign certain actions with it. So, like for example, on Gnarl Root, you know, you can assign people when you do the intermission to go to certain quadrants of the room. Right. And that can be, you know, you can have like, I don't know if you use icons, we use like star circle, diamond yeah. and triangle and like send people to different quadrants within uh, within the room for gnarl root intermission uh, and put that easily again, same idea, put names in the list and then easily, you know, copy that list into um, an MRT note and people can just see it. So um, super cool to check it out if you're like raid leading or doing like, you know, any sort of like organization um definitely check it out and maybe maybe use it he also does support like the weak aura packs so like if certain weak aura packs have certain um like special assignments special stuff. assignments like within it like yeah on tendril the i know the liquid pack does freedom assignments for the third and fourth dispel so you can set up yeah. who's dispelling third and fourth um or freedoming third and fourth dispel target uh, so they don't get stuck out there in roots and die so yeah um yeah. I will say, like, we used the raid assignments one for tiers, like, many tiers going. Uh, mm -hmm. We actually did not use it this tier, and that is partially because the Northern Sky Pack, um, like, it didn't auto-generate notes at that point. So mm -hmm. it was, like, less reason to use it compared to previous tiers, where, like, we had the Liquid Pack, like, week one, basically, and could could use it to auto-generate notes. Um, yeah. The Northern Sky one uh, was not supported immediately, and actually... If you just copy and paste the the way the Northern Sky was is implemented, like some of the older weak cores from previous tiers did not do this correctly, but you can just copy. Like we have a our our tendril assignment. Actually, let me just I'll pull I'll pull it up. We have our tendril assignments, and it's just like cells in the spreadsheet, and you can yeah. copy and paste that into ERT, and it like puts spaces in between every cell and puts you know line breaks in between every row. That's um, awesome. And so you can just like you you type in like NS freedom start copy paste NS freedom end and you're done, um, and that is just how we've done our rate assignments this year. 
Um, and one of the nice things about that is it has made it easier for us to just do things like adjust things yeah, where the, the, the Viseria ones, they're amazing. They're great work, but also it's scary trying to like move things around. Like I've definitely broken like the comp checks and, and things moving things around, trying to add our own like assignments that not, they're not even going to have like a um, week or with them. It's just, we want an assignment out there and yeah. have, uh, have broken, have broken other assignment code by moving things around. So, yeah, no, I think, and even on the healing side, my one gripe with the sheet is that like once, if you're using, if you have every boss in there, the sheet takes forever to make any change. Oh, and yeah. like, it's just because a bunch of stuff loads. And I mean, like I said, super integrated. It's really like good work. It's just, I think that's just, it's just a limitation of Google Sheets and that like yeah. it just takes forever to process any sort of change you do. And um, he's he's made it better this year. It's a lot faster um, this year than it was last year. Last year, I had to declare uh, healing sheet bankruptcy. Um, <laughs> it, got, it got so bad that um, I just like trashed that sheet and made a new one. <laughs> yeah i mean i am i i would say so we have a different problem with the healing sheet but my biggest one right now is that it takes forever to load our problem also is that like we've been using it for so many tiers now that some of our healers um will say go on autopilot and so they mm -hmm. literally will just hit their cooldown whenever the timer says and like it works great for like typically the first phase stuff but like as you get later into the fight like the timer like they might hit like or a master like three seconds late because that's when they're weak or it tells them they hit it and the damage happened three seconds earlier. And you're just like, dude. So yep. we may be retiring our use of the sheet, at least in terms of like, um, well, like, that's like a, that's like a fix the timer issue. Cause you, I don't know if you've gotten into this, but you can edit the timers. Um, so if the timers are a little bit off, you can go in and fix them. Um, and yeah. I've had to do that a couple of times early on in the tier. Uh, but often he just, you know, Viserio releases new versions of the sheets. So that's the other thing is making sure you're on the latest version. But it's... Uh, <laughs> My problem then is like, it's me doing it. And I just am like, just at this point, it's probably just easier to be like, this is, you hit your, like, this ability happens around this time, hit AM for that, right? Or hit, yeah. you know, re rewind, whatever the end of the cooldown is. And then like, I don't know. learn that I, way, so. Yeah. I mean, I, I could say that like our... Our Firex CDs for tonight are going to be very bare bones. It's going to be like every cooldown, just yeah, slam it. That's in what phase we were one. doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just just live and uh, and see it, and we'll see. We may not get a ton of time on Firex. I am hopeful. Like the other thing about our tendril, right, is we were doing great. We had like multiple phase three pulls in a row. It was great, and then we just absolutely backslid and started wiping. You know, a minute yeah. into the fight again, uh, for like yeah, the last it's, thirty it's, minutes. It's, yeah, it's super swingy that that fight. Yeah. So um yeah. but yeah well cool um yeah so the sheets out there the assignment sheet that was new to me i didn't realize that was a thing so um definitely check it out but healing cooldown sheet like i said really robust just you know some some growing pains in terms of using it i'd say um real quick one other one other quick note and then we can get into sort of i think the the hotfix topic around afflicted which we really want to get into was um they did buff blizzard did buff follower dungeon experience um a so a lot, a lot. actually yeah. um so yeah so previously throughout ptr testing um uh, xp was reduced by 20 percent per follower so if you went into the dungeon you know with three friends and you had one follower coming so it was four players one follower the xp you'd get in that dungeon was reduced by 20 percent um and it would increase for every follower you had so if you're going there solo you had an 80 percent xp reduction um now on live each follower only adds or only reduces XP gain by 5%. Um, meaning you go, if you go in there solo, previous 80% reduction, now only a 20% reduction. Um, yeah. Which means I think, I mean, follower dungeons might, honestly, solo follower dungeons might be the quickest way to level. Like, um, I mean, so f within Dragonflight, dungeons are in general slower than questing, actually. Mm -hmm. um, if you, even like, if you don't have a group, if you have a group, you can probably do it faster. Um, right. uh, and obviously, like I'm not talking about the boosting stuff. Those, those are completely separate. Like I'm talking like you're a solo player, not not paying somebody hundreds of thousands of gold to boost you. Mm -hmm. um, questing is faster, um, so I don't think that follower dungeons are going to take that uh, crown from them. But they are going to probably make it faster for DPS. 
um, because of queue times. Oh, yeah. Um, That's true. Like you're paying an XP penalty, but no queue time. Yeah, so you get right in there. So yeah. if you do want to just spam some dungeons, like this lets you do it. Yeah, turn on, yeah, put in an audiobook, turn on a TV show, and just chill. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, that's I think fair. the XP reduction is like they want you still to do the to queue for regular dungeons. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually haven't checked. Like maybe you can queue for follower dungeons and also regular dungeons at the same time and like do a regular dungeon while in queue, which would be cool. Or do a follower dungeon while in queue for the regular dungeon, which would be cool. Um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't messed around with this too much. So, uh, Like I said, I finished leveling my priest before this came out, so I have not actually tried it yet. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, definitely a, definitely a buff to follower dungeons, at least in terms of the XP gain. So, um, Cool. And then I think... Um, so, so moving on, Blizzard made a... Um, or I guess we were talking about it earlier. It is Afflicted Week this week. Um, and there have been a couple of bugs with Afflicted that I think Blizzard now are all but cleaned up. But um, just to talk about it a little bit. The um, the main bug, I'll say, was that uh, with 10.2.5 release, Afflicted um, essentially was... The Afflicted mobs themselves were essentially tagged as players, um, which you might not think is a big deal, but it basically makes them valid targets for a bunch of things. Um, so that would be things like, I think the example Wowhead gives is the um, augmentation buffs can be placed onto afflicted mobs, which basically takes one away from her group and places one on the afflicted mob, which is an issue. Um, it also uh, means that the afflicted mobs can be targets, valid targets of certain boss mechanics, um, which depending on the boss, can be a great thing um, or a not-so-great thing. So they give um, a couple of examples in the uh, in the Wowhead post, but things like in Ataldazar, Razan's pursuit and devour, basically his, um, or the, the, you know, the dinosaur's, like, uh, fixate mechanic uh, can be targeted on an afflicted mob, which would be great because, you know, you, you don't have to run. And you don't have to do great. it. Yeah. Um, however, uh, like the tainted blood from the priestess boss, uh, could also target the afflicted mob, which means you know she's healing a little bit because the afflicted mob isn't going to run over to one of those pools and collect it. Um, so you get a little bit of health there. And then Solren from the last boss, Yamza, um, would also could also target afflicted mobs, which means if you didn't kill the little mob that spawns, um, it will get to the boss and be a fun little buff yeah. on the boss. And, and importantly, so. like you can't control where the afflicted is, right? Like it could exactly. it could be right next to the boss. It could be inside the boss. Mm-hmm. Um and spawn a soul run dad and just instantly wipe your group. So that's that's not great. Um they did hot fix this. Uh they actually gave the most precise timestamp I've ever seen in the hotfix. Yeah. 1109 a.m. Pacific. Yeah. Crazy precision. Yeah. Uh they deploy the hotfix that makes it so that they are no longer treated as players, which should both fix the the issues with boss mechanics and the issues with um, uh, augmentation and other like player abilities targeting them as players because like exactly. these abilities already don't target pets right yeah uh, so it's like clearly not the flag was missing <laughs> yeah. somewhere right yeah so yeah um so yeah no yeah they uh they definitely um definitely uh excuse me um. Definitely was an issue, uh, which should now be fixed. Um, so have fun in your afflicted keys and that godforsaken affix. Um, honestly, it's, bad. it's so annoying. It's so annoying. It's it, it it varies so widely between completely free. Like if you have a shaman, it's just a joke. Yeah. Um, and just like the worst thing ever. And like some of it varies based on your composition. And some of it varies based on the dungeon. Like again, Galakron's fault. Absolutely awful. Oh yeah. Yeah, like and that same one I mentioned earlier. Like I had to let the I I messed up and let the tank sit with their like triple damage taken debuff for an extra eight seconds because I dispelled the afflicted yeah, right, right before yeah. the mechanic happened. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the rough part about that. That's the other that's the other thing that I would say like healing when when dispels are such a an integral part. Like I think it's a good thing to do, but like it also like as a healer you have to basically track so many things in the air right like yeah. fire act is just it's like remembering to dispel and like my raid leader love the dude to death but sometimes he's like 
doesn't the frame on your doesn't the thing on your frame just glow like on your raid frames doesn't it just glow and i'm like yeah but like i'm also trying to dodge a frontal like trying to make sure my ramp set up and then also moving to soak something like it, it's not like i'm staring at my frames waiting for a dispel and i'm like oh, do, 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 nothing else is going on so no yeah. it's um it dispels are and maybe i just i'm gonna hate fire act progression i hope it's like a hundred pull boss they start nerfing it like next week and be out of there soon what, are we, so. what do we have for hall of fame that's actually like, I have no, si- I, side topic what, what do we have for hall of fame and fire i think i think we're i think so we were one 130 kills 131 yeah, I was kills about, yeah i was gonna say about 130 ish because we were like 180 ish for fire or no we were three something for fire rock world so yeah it is, i <laughs> i don't know if you looked at the tendril like chart on prog stats after the nerf it's like a straight line. I haven't, but I, I can imagine. Yeah, it's like it's like the Holandris nerf, right? It's like yeah. literally just like yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, so yeah, that's that's fun. Uh, we also on Tuesday are getting buffs across a bunch of classes. Uh, none for Brewmaster. Monk is that, yeah, none for Monk actually. So nothing for Windwalkers. For or, they did just like bunk, buff Windwalker like three times. Yeah. Um, is that enough though? it's not a real class anyway so probably fine um <laughs> kidding kidding one walker friends um yeah nothing for monk in here um it kind of runs the gambit though i mean like there's healing you know buffs in here a bunch of damage buffs shadow priest getting some love i don't know if it's enough we actually lost our only shadow priests um Oof. so yeah it's a shadow priest um <laughs> basically a range one walker um <laughs> so yeah but i mean ret's getting buffed um healing wise like holy's getting a ton of buffs or sorry holy priest getting a ton of buffs um resto shaman getting some some solid buffs and then resto druid seeing a lot of mana changes more than anything so nothing in terms of yeah. like healing increases but a lot of mana changes over at resto druid time i wonder um, if this is a prelude to them like nerfing that stupid trinket from blackwork hold <laughs> i mean maybe yeah uh, i mean Good, i don't that right now that maybe. one kind of carries their mana yeah i'm wondering I, I guess they're maybe they're getting ready for season four you know yeah um more than anything so with that yeah potentially um and then yeah dps wise sort of some buffs across the board for pretty much almost every class like i said other than monk and i think i don't see mages on this list either yeah um well uh, and no evoker mage, and no, no mage no warlock no evoker you know, I mean, the good yeah. ones don't get anything. Um, yeah, hero classes. The, uh, I mean, like, every DK spec got buffed. Um, the blood ones I was not expecting, but, like, it, it's extra armor. It's less nice. physical damage taken. War- Protection warriors getting a buff. Extra ignore pain. A uh, little bit more HP. Um, and, yeah. I mean, it's just a lot of buffs. I think people in my guild were asking, like, where are the nerfs? Like, obviously, some things like Mistweaver are overperforming. Yeah. Um, where where's the nerfs? And I think the answer is they're not going to nerf anything until Hall of Fame because you can imagine like being mid Fire Act prog. Oh yeah, dude. And like, if they take Mistweaver or you know Protection Paladin or whatever down a peg, what do you do? Yeah. Um. So they're going to probably wait. I think until Hall of Fame is closed, and then. Um, they will nerf Firek and also several classes. Yeah, go through a round of, another round of tuning. Yeah, I could see that being the case. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see like how our Firek progression goes because like our our P1 stuff is the movement too in P1 of Firek is like kind of specific. Yeah, and it's 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 super we like this, we have a spreadsheet that somebody posted. Oh, which I don't know if you guys have this spreadsheet. Uh, Guild called Refined posted their their spreadsheet for it, and oh, it's really? super detailed. Um, uh, I don't. I, I bet you our so, leaders have looked at it, but yeah, they didn't post it in general. Um, no, yeah, it's just like the movement. Oh yeah, no, this is our. I think we I think they put all this into like a raid plan for us. Gotcha. So we yeah. knew where we. Yeah, I think that's they have what like the, a right plan up here. But yeah, it's a uh, it's very precise. You have like specific ones that you have to go to, yeah, uh, in order to layer all the fire puddles to get put out correctly, in order to not either screw yourself over in phase one or run out of space. If any of these fire puddles reach the tree, you instantly wipe. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Specifically, the tree roots that are jutting out because like yeah. we we had a. Uh, it's someone like drop a fire puddle like 
on a random wipe, like in the the basically like directly behind Firac, like against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you're just like, what are you doing? Um, yeah. we, we had a buyer do that in one of our one of our heroic sales. Nice. Uh, they were just like AFK next to a tree root, and they got targeted by it. Oh no! And it just yeah. like instantly wiped us. Yeah. At least it was a quick wipe, right? Like it, it was not super deep into the fight, it, and we were able to be like, okay, you can't do that if you're going yeah. to, like please tag the boss and jump off but yeah yeah our, th- our biggest thing now is like that's the that's again we can talk about fire maybe a little bit since we have some time but there, there's a ton of private auras on this fight so yeah. like everything's a private aura so the new like mythic soaks are private auras and like you kind of need you know to basically place them all next to each other near the fire in a line so, and like make sure you're not overlapping enough so like getting that movement right has been not difficult but like annoying right where like two people try and make the same move and they just end up on top of each other which of course is fine in some case it kills a bunch of people but like it's fine but then it also spawns an extra fire puddle like outside the the lineup you want yeah and then like you end up with like you know people just uh, eventually the fire hits the root so um yeah yeah it's been a that, that fight will be fun to yeah, I'll say fun. It'll be interesting to progress on. The 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 dispel yeah. piece is honestly going to be the most annoying thing, I'll say. Um yeah. it's annoying I, on I, heroic. Yeah. <laughs> so like which they they nerfed it significantly. Like I, I healed Firek for the well, not the first time. I technically yeah. have a Mistweaver kill of it. Um mm. but I didn't really heal. I mostly just was a dispel bot and pushed right re- uh rising sun kick. Like nice. But before they nerfed the amount of dispels, like you, you you didn't need an extra healer. You needed an extra spell. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that so. that has to be one of the change. Like when they start to look at nerfing that fight on Mythic, like they, I think the dispel change would also go in there. Like yeah. either lessen the time that it goes out, or like I don't think they lessen the number because it's only four on her on Mythic, right? Yeah. They so. might they might reduce the rate that it gains stacks, so it's less punishing to delay your dispel a little bit. Yeah, I may I mean maybe. I think the the only problem with I mean that def, that definitely makes sense in terms of like lessening the danger of the debuff, but like you would still have the debuff ticking. So like del, like delaying it even a bit yeah. still puts you behind. So um yeah. I mean the big change is like all flame doesn't go on the whole raid at, at the end of phase 1, yeah. right? anymore, which is yeah. like that way you that can was, throw revival. That was early. stupid. It was the most bizarre like comp just, check they've done in a while like there's a lot of like like there's a lot of blood decay comp checks for lack of a better word like you have mis- yeah. mass grip or you don't so you, you must have a blood decay and that comes up quite a bit because they just have a bunch of ads spawn and it's massively easier to deal with them if they're all stacked exactly uh, so that that comes up over and over again um but it's a little bit more it's a little bit less shoehorned because you can do other things you can use Nox. you can just straight up not group them like you yeah. don't need a blood decay for the grouping on Tintral, for example. Mass grip is really nice for doing it, but you can just hit raid CDs and like stack up the roots and just blender like the AOE, mobs. Yeah. AOE and, down, just AOE. Yeah. Um, and things like so so you can definitely like work around not having a one sometime. You could not work around the entire raid getting a magic debuff yeah. that was going to murder them. Like you, you just spell it like, within, and there's like, only yeah. one thing in the game that can deal with it. Yeah, well, one yeah, one single player and one single ability that can, but you could like stack like five priests and just mess for four priests, just mass spell array. <laughs> and, and yeah, <laughs> which no. is yeah, it's just yeah, it's stupid. So I mean that that's been a, that's definitely a good change, but now we'll see. I mean maybe I'll sing a different tune next week. Maybe we'll you know hopefully make some progression into into P two and. It'll be a little bit easier. Not excited about healing massive triads the entirety of P2, but we'll, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I love healing ads. I love healing things without raid frames. Um, that's going to be me. a lot of fun too. Yeah, this fight's yeah. literally got, honestly, you know what this fight's missing? A line of sight mechanic, and then it would legit be, like it would be the worst mechanics I believe are ever put in the game. <laughs> <laughs> all, all into a single fight line yeah. of sight healing something that doesn't have a frame to heal off of and just dispelling on cooldown yeah you you dialed the in chat like earlier while we were talking about afflicted was like please yeah. frames give me frames and i i can empathize i i, I have uh 
let some afflicted go off this week because I could not figure out where the hell they were. Oh yeah, no, it's yeah. And even also, even, fun even way to learn frames. which walls are actually line of sight. <laughs> yeah, be a healer. God, ugh. They're even like it's funny. Even the Laradar ads, which have frames, are frustrating yeah. because the frame like. They basically have a frame for the mob when it's damaging, and then they have a different frame that shows up when you heal it. And the frames, yeah. like, there's a delay for as those frames are destroyed and then recreated, right, essentially yeah. in the UI. So, like, yeah. even then it's almost easier to, like, just get in the habit of healing the thing on the ground versus, or, like, yeah. you know, versus that's for That's basically how I, how I was doing it. Like, oh, dude. I, I mouse over it and, and do that, and, like, it mostly works. But then there's, like... So I do a lot of the click casting stuff. Yeah. And that doesn't work super well with like nameplates. No. Or like, yeah, nameplates or like you just get a random player that like runs across where the ad is. Yeah. And then like you just, yeah. all your healing gets dumped to that one player. You're like, awesome. Yep. Like, yep. I hate my life. So yeah, life of a healer. It's great. Love this. Love being a healer. It's an awesome role to have in a raid. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, I think that's I think that's everything. Shorter episode today, but I think that's everything. Yeah. yeah. We uh like you said at the at the front, not a lot of news. Like the biggest news for us was absolutely the tendril nerfs. Yeah. Like unbelievable the the degree to which that has changed the fight. Um yeah. I mean, I guess not unbelievable. Very believable if you've done the fight. The, yeah. that those nerfs had a huge impact. But like the just the it's a wild fight absolutely wild fight and i think actually so there's a really interesting thing like holandris they kind of ruined the fight <laughs> not gonna lie yeah. they kind of ruined holandris when they nerfed it that way specifically the like hp nerf um okay. made it so that you kind of skipped a lot of mechanics and so you know we went from like making it through every phase and like doing every phase and we were at like we were we were at phase three hadn't mm -hmm. really progressed it it's kind of similar position to tendril and then the hp nerf just meant that we like went to the point that we were skipping half of phase one and half of phase two yeah and similar like again the jailer when they get at the jailer it just like you went from having like this long and detailed dance through the later phases and the later phases are the better part of the jailer by like a lot Oh, a thousand percent oh. yes agreed uh and they it made it like okay you just do phase one for like three minutes and then rapid fire the next three phases and get out of every one of them in like 30 seconds to a minute yeah exactly yeah and then the fight's over yeah and it's it, like make like, sure you do the one frontal soak right right at yeah. the end right and then the boss yeah. dies and like p3 yeah. doesn't exist <laughs> yeah p3 doesn't exist p2 barely exists like we yeah. on our like reclears of that we were doing like three of the beams instead of four or something like we were skipping one and as we got more geared and as we hit season four especially it got a lot more pronounced we yeah. just like would do like the first one yeah yeah no yeah it's uh yeah no the but i think i think the nerfs on Tindril Tindril, nerfs though, are not like that yeah no i think it 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 definitely it eases up your i still think it eases up your p2 progression in terms yeah. of like you're more consistently getting through p2 um and then lets yeah. you see P3. P3 still just is, I don't think P3's, I mean, there's less damage, right, from the seeds and 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 stuff yeah. like that. There's less seeds to soak. So, like, that definitely makes it easier. But not, it's not like if you were, con, like, if you were getting consistently to, like, the start of P3, you're not going to kill it. It's like, you yeah. still have to learn P3 and, yeah. and get through it. Yeah. Um, and the overall pacing of the fight is still the same. It's just, like, yeah. it's, it's less punishing. And yeah. I, I think that's, like, I don't know how they would have done this to Halandris, right? There is no like seeds mechanic equivalent that they could just like kind of yeah. slam slam the nerf button on and make the fight easier without destroying the pacing. But like that fight was not the same. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I, it was it was funny. We had I think on on Halandris we got there. I think the week before the the orb nerf, right? Which is like the first big one, and like yeah, that was a night and day change. So like that was like the massive change. I'd say like for if you were a guild that was like progressing like late into that fight when that nerf came in that was probably extremely jarring in terms of like yeah not having to pass like four times doing the run and all i have to do it like once or twice was like such yeah. a major change so yeah um but yeah no yeah it's uh tindral nerfs i think they're solid um sort of gets a couple more guilds through that and then um yeah then you get to do fire act where your healers will hate themselves 
um so yeah it's great great boss great times <laughs> yeah i think that is going to bring us to the end of the episode today uh thank you all for watching and or listening and if you enjoyed this podcast and you want to support it and the other work that we do over at the pika serenity you can do that over on our patreon at patreon.com slash pika serenity and of course come and join the discord it is the best place to ship post about fire active spells and soon to be the best place to talk about f1 Soon to be. Soon to be. (laughs) But yeah, that is going to be it for the show today. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye.